You are listening to The Tish with Rabbi Michael Knopf, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about Rabbi Michael Knopf, please visit MikeKnopf.com. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. And you're free to leave whenever you like. Uh, <laughs> so uh, um, we are um, uh, continuing uh, in uh, the, the subject matter of uh, what's the point of Judaism. Uh, we're, we're taking a, a, a mitzvah a, a week and uh, talking about uh, what, what its meaning is, what its rationale is, why we would have been commanded uh, that particular mitzvah, focusing uh, primarily on things that are still operative for, for us, um, although diverting sometimes to things that uh, uh, may not be operative but are sort of classic examples of uh, complex or challenging commandments uh, that we still have to deal with even on an academic level. Um, uh, so, and we've been roughly following the course of the weekly Torah portion, although the past few weeks the Torah portions are very rich with mitzvot, um, and so we've been uh, slowing down a bit uh, to, uh, to make sure that we don't miss uh, anything that is of uh, particular use or value to us. And, the, and, and uh, just to remind us, the, the questions to have in mind for all this is um, um, uh, to, to, look for a mitz- to look at a mitzvah and see what, what is the job it's trying to get done. And then to ask ourselves, um, is that a job that needs to get done? Right? In other words, is that a real human need that's being addressed? Second is, um, is this the most effective possible tool to get that job done? Right? Um, and the third is, does it work? Um, you know, it, it, in, in, in your life, is this a human need that you have? Um, uh, that uh, that you know, if you were to take on this practice and do this practice, um, does it does it work in your life? Does it solve the uh, ends that it's that it's meaning to uh, to achieve? And and uh, and if not, um, then is there something wrong with the commandment or something wrong with you? Right? That's uh, that's uh, that's a good question. All right. So the commandment we're looking at now came from the Torah portion a couple weeks ago, um, which is uh, uh, famously ve'achalta ve'savata uverachta et Adonai Elohecha. That uh, you should eat and you should uh, be full, and then you should bless the Lord your God. And the rabbis derive from this the the obligation to say blessings um, uh, uh, after we eat uh, a, a meal, and also uh, before we eat uh, uh, any kind of food. Um, and this is essentially the source for, for reciting blessings altogether, but especially blessings uh, before and after we eat. Um, and so the question then is, um, uh, why do we offer a blessing uh, before and after we eat? Okay, and so we're looking at the Sefer Achinuch, the um, uh, translated as the Book of Education, a 13th century um, a text from Spain um, that offers not only a summary of the various laws um, related to every commandment, but also an attempt to explain the rationale for the commandment. Um, and so here's what the Sefer Achinuch uh, says about blessings. So we're at uh, uh, 311, and there's a lot, so we'll uh, just focus on the English in, 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 uh, in the case of time, but I'll refer back to the Hebrew when necessary. As for the root reasons for the precept... Let me begin with a preface. I clearly told you, my son, and the, the, the whole book is uh, uh, framed as a, uh, as a, a, a letter 
that uh, that that uh, the, the author is giving to his son about uh, you know uh, living a, 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 a Torah true Jewish life. Um, so I clearly told you whether that was actually the intention of the author. It's hard to know, but uh, that's how it's framed. I clearly told you, my son, in previous pages, um, uh, that the eternal Lord, blessed is He, possesses all glory and majesty, all goodness, all wisdom, all ability, and all blessing. And all the words of a human being and all his activity, whether good or bad, will neither add to these attributes nor detract anything. Therefore, you must understand that when we say continually, Blessed art thou, Lord, or be he be blessed, right? So those uh, are the formulations of, uh, of brachot. Baruch Ata Adonai and Baruch uh, Baruch um, Shemo or Yit Barach Shemo, right? So uh, uh, blessed are you, Lord, our God. Or uh, may he be blessed, or, or uh, bless him and, and bless his name. Um, the meaning is evidently not to add blessing to one who has no need of any addition to his attributes. Perish the thought. So what he's saying there is, you might get, uh, you might have these something. You say, "Blessed are you," that what you're doing is offering God a blessing. Right? You are contributing a blessing to God. Right. Um, that is um, not an uncommon um, uh, conception of what we're saying when we're saying Baruch Atah Adonai, that we, are, that we are giving praise to God, that we are giving a blessing to God. Um, and so what, what uh, Sefer Chinuch is saying first is that's not what we're doing, um, because it doesn't make logical sense to do that. Um, so that even though the language of the blessing might give us the impression that that's what we're doing, that's not really what we're doing, because God needs no blessing from us. Um, by the way, um, it's uh, it's it's uh, it's it's part of one of the um, common, I think, mistranslations of um, of blessings um, of of that phrase Baruch Atadonai. Often, you'll see it as "Praised are you, Lord our God," um, but Baruch does not mean praised. Um, Hebrew has a, a number of words for praise. Uh, Bracha is not one of them. Barach is not one of them. Um, so, uh, so that's not what we're doing. We're not praising God uh, in that moment. There are other opportunities for us to praise God. I wonder what he would say about that, because you have the same, I think, objection. Um, what, what does God need our praise for? I think he would say probably about those that it's not uh, um, that 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 what we're doing in those um, instances is not um, doing anything for God, but doing something for us. Uh, but in any event, he's saying that that's. Regardless, not what we're doing in a bracha. That's not what we're doing in, in that formal uh, uh, blessing formula. Um, for God is the sovereign master over everything and over uh, and over blessings. Right? God controls. God owns all blessing. He creates them anew, producing them out of nothing, and bestows a great beneficent flow from them where it is His good will to do so. We therefore need to seek to know what the significance of the matter is and not expend our time on something with which there is constant occupation without any understanding of it at all. And so um, it, is, it is not that we are blessing God, we are not praising God, uh, and, uh, and, and it's important to acknowledge from the outset that, uh, and it's related to what the blessing is uh, trying to express, that God is the source of all blessing. God creates blessing. Right? Um, so there's nothing that we can say or do that will add blessing to God, and uh, and and uh, and and uh, in, in, indeed God uh, provides blessing to to all. 
Now when I take up this matter, it is not my thought that my intelligence will grasp even as much as a drop in the ocean of the truth of the subject. For it was previously told to me, and I heard from the mouths of the wise, that in these matters lie mighty fundamentals and wondrous secrets. Basically, he's just acknowledging that he doesn't really know the answer, okay? But, um, but he's going to try anyway. Um, which the wise scholars of the Torah convey to their disciples when they have understanding and are worthy, and in all their actions are becoming. Uh, yet, by the way, the fact that he, that he is hedging this answer, um, indicating that he doesn't have a, uh, a feeling that he has a firm grasp on the answer, means that the answer is uh, uh, up to to uh, um, a significant degree of debate and interpretation. interpretation right? Right. Uh, uh, so that's, that's, that's to open this up for uh, conversation, that what he is suggesting here is not necessarily the only way of looking at the matter. Yet my abounding desire to attain some reason about this persuades me to speak of it. Perhaps silence were better, but love distorts the line of propriety. I love that uh, that that uh, notion. Silence may be better, but uh, but but you know, um, uh, I uh, um, I really really uh, I love God. I love uh, my son who I'm writing this for. So I'm going to try anyway. Um, it's a matter of widespread knowledge. The, the Hebrew is better here. Yadua hadavar. It's known. It's uh, it's 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 certain. It's certain that the Eternal Lord, blessed is He, uh, produced all that exists. He created man and gave him dominion over the earth and everything in it. And among his qualities, blessed is he, is the divine characteristic that he has abounding loving kindness, desiring good for his human beings. He wishes them to be worthy and meritorious to receive good reward from him. This, in truth, stems from his perfection. For none can be called perfect in goodness, except for one who does good to others than himself. Of this there can be no doubt for any person with sensible knowledge." Now, after this accepted premise, knowing that inevitably, in the great perfection of his goodness, it is his desire to impart to us generally, generously of his blessing, we can say that the significance of the blessing which we recite before him is nothing but a reminder to arouse our spirit with the words of our mouth to know that he is the blessed one. And the blessed one thus contains all blessings. Okay, so... That's, that's, I think, the first important thing. A blessing that we recite is a reminder that everything comes from God. Mm-hmm. And that, uh, and that the, the reason we have access to anything from God is a measure of God's goodness. It's a recognition. It's a recognition, exactly. It's a recognition. And the recognition, we'll see in just a second, has, I think, two dimensions. Um, first is, um, is, uh, is, is, um, I think an expression of, of gratitude, right, or cultivation of gratitude, of uh, of, of of thanking God for uh, for the blessings that have come to us by virtue of God's goodness. Um, the the second, I think, dimension of the acknowledgement is the cultivation of a of a degree of humility, um, that uh, that none of what we have ready access to actually belongs to us. We didn't uh, we didn't create it. We may have grown the plant, even though for most of us that's not really the case. We may have gone to the store and bought it, um, but uh, but but none of it actually belongs to us. We weren't responsible for its having been created, um, and uh, the only reason we are um, we we have it in our hands in the first places by virtue of uh, of, of God's uh, of, of divine grace, um, and uh, and that's something that uh, um, is uh, profoundly I think hard. It was easier. It's easier in an agricultural 
society, I think, to, to have that acknowledgement because so much is dependent on, um, uh, on not human ingenuity. Um, uh, in, a, in, a, in an urban uh, society where, where we're removed from the production of our food, um, that the, uh, the, 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 the um, what sort of looking for, not humility, the, um, uh, uh, the precariousness of our, of our, of our subsistence is, um, um, is, is taken for granted. Um, so uh, so no, that's, that's kind yeah. of interesting because you're talking about people when you get this in Deuteronomy, theoretically, it's people for 40 years have not planted crops or done anything. Right. Yeah. And are going to be experiencing it for the first time. Right. I mean, so that, you know, it, that's assuming that the text of Deuteronomy was actually Correct. given to the Correct. people in the world. But yes, right. Um, but it fits this. Which well, but, but it also, I mean, you know, so the, even if it's not written in that context, um, the other context that Deuteronomy could have been written in is um, when, uh, at a time when, uh, when, when, uh, the, when the Israelites were becoming um, profoundly more urbanized than their ancestors had been. They were moving to the big cities, um, and uh, which is a source of a lot of other problems, um, and uh, so Deuteronomy is uh, is saying hey, everything you're going to flourish, you're going to prosper, you're going to live in these cities. It's going to be very nice, right? Um, and you're going to uh, um, uh, not remember that uh, that that you weren't fully responsible for having gotten to that place. Right? And that's that the passage directly before um, the commandment for blessings in Deuteronomy. You're going to you're going to forget about God. You're going to forget that you didn't uh, have full responsibility for doing it in the first place. Um, so it's not only a measure of gratitude, but also the the acknowledgement that uh, of, of of what your place is in the world, um, and uh, and what your ownership level is of uh, of everything around you, which is which is important as a as a I think a personal characteristic, and also I think has important ethical dimensions too. Um, uh, Deuteronomy goes uh, further into this, but if if you acknowledge that that nothing ultimately belongs to you, that everything comes as a gift from God. Then that means um, uh, I think uh, uh, invites a uh, a fairly radical redefinition of what is private property, and uh, and impels a um, a profoundly different approach to what we commonly consider charity, um, because it's not really charity at all. It's it's uh, it's, redistribution. it's it's exactly it's uh, we, that's that's a bad word in this time, I guess. But uh, um, but it is giving to others what is actually um, as much theirs as it is yours. It's justice. Yeah, it's justice. Um, so so that's I think um, the 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 acknowledgement works in both of those in both of those ways, right? God contains all blessings out of this good arousal of our spirit and the focusing of our thought to gratefully there's great gratitude, right? Gratefully acknowledge to Him that all good favors are contained in Him, and He rules over them to send them wherever He wishes. Uh, we merit through this good deed to draw down of His blessing upon us, right? So we it's a, a, an acknowledgement of uh, of the fact that um, that uh, uh, you know. We could be living in an area of famine. Right? We could not have this delicious apple, this wonderful bagel, this uh, this tasty juice. Right? Um, we could not be as blessed as we are. Um, so, uh, uh, is an expression of our own gratitude and knowledge of uh, of our, our our really limited role in uh, in being able to provide for ourselves when we really when it really comes down to it, um, the precariousness precariousness of our own survival. Um, uh, that, uh, that that we acknowledge where things come from. It's important to know um, uh, our our place in in the grand scheme of things. Um, after this remembrance and acknowledgement before him, and by the way, it uses both of those words. So it's hazkara. It's a remembrance. The hoda'a. Hoda'a um, is, is, is yeah. he says acknowledgement. Hoda'a is also more like thanks, thanksgiving. 
Um, so it's an acknowledgement and uh, and thanksgiving, a remembrance and thanksgiving before God. We entreat it. A root from Yodea? No, no, Yodea is uh, with an ayin. This is with an olive. Hoda'a um, is more like modin, like modim anachnulach, right? Toda um, raba. Uh, Right, uh, same root. Right. Uh, thank you. Right, uh, so hoda'a is uh, is that that root. Um, so it's thanks. We entreat God for what we need. Knowledgeable understanding. So this is uh, else other kind of blessings um, uh, where we can uh, where we ask for things. Right. So so first is the acknowledgement of God's source of all blessing. Right, and then there are other kinds of blessings that we can give where we ask for things, but only after first acknowledging that it's totally God's purview to. To, to give or withhold those blessings. Knowledge, understanding, forgiveness of our sins, healing, wealth, anything else. He's describing the Amida. Then likewise, after this entreaty of him, we again make a grateful avowal to him, to say that from him it will be imparted to us. So he's describing the, the structure of the Amida here too, works in the same way. That uh, first you make an acknowledgement, then, uh, then you can ask for a, a distribution of, uh, of God's blessings, but even after that you have to uh, um, uh, express gratitude for the distribution of those blessings. This then is the opening and the close of the benedictions. Lest we, be consi- lest we be considered as a servant who takes an allotment of support from his master and goes off without permission as, no- as though sneaking away with a theft. I'm going to uh, pause there in this text now, but I think that that's a really important idea to dwell on. That, uh, and the, the Gemara talks about this um, uh, specifically. It says, uh, it, it presents it what it considers to be a, a, a textual conflict. So there's a, a verse uh, that says, "Ladonai um, ha'arts uh, umloa tevel ba," right? Which we say in the Psalm for Sunday that that the earth is the Lord's and all it contains. Um, uh, and then, um, uh, and, but it, we also say, "Hashamayim shamayim ladonai ha'arts natan livnei adam." That uh, the heavens belong to God, but God has given the earth to to the children of men. And so the Gemara says, lots well, of contradiction. How can that be? And it says, the, 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 it's really no contradiction. The first describes the state of the world before we make a blessing. The second describes the state of the world after we make a blessing. In other words, the state of the world before we make a blessing is that everything is God's property. And after we make a blessing, only then does it become our property. Can it, can, right? Otherwise, it's considered like we're, like we're stealing from God. Right? And that, I think, is a real reframing of our approach in seeing the world. That, uh, that, that, that everything is God's property. Um, that, uh, that we operate a lot with the illusion of our own property. But everything is God's property, and it's only by asking permission from God to utilize that property, or acknowledging the source of that property in the first place, that, uh, that we're not engaging in an act of theft in, in, in enjoying it and participating in it. Um, I see it a little differently. Go ahead. <clears throat> um, because we also thank God for intelligence and discernment mm-hmm. and those are also gifts so that we can understand and know God more and mm-hmm. better mm-hmm. or is that the first one in the immediate because you can't do the other ones without right, that right so is that, uh, is that, is that uh, um, different or is that just an addition well, I think it's an addition and perhaps a deeper understanding of uh, of exactly what gifts from God are, yeah. you know, and recognizing that we have been given these gifts, but we need to use them, mm-hmm. and also to understand God more as we use them. 
Right, right. And so it's 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 not just things, right? No. It's all it's also um, qualities um, and uh, and and uh, disposition. I think that I think that you're right. Um, and and there's a, uh, um, a a cycle that goes through this, right? So you know, in order to um, in order to to properly acknowledge God, first you have to acknowledge God, because without acknowledging God, you won't have the wisdom to be able to acknowledge God, and then right, and then you need to deepen your wisdom from from there. Um, uh, so the so that really the root of everything is uh, is is the recognition of, uh, of of one's place in in the in the cosmos. Um, I think that there's a lot of wisdom to that. Um, you must you clearly prayed right today. <laughs> um, yeah. Other other thoughts. Through a wrong way. Other thoughts. Um, I think that you know, going back to the question of, of uh, whether this is uh, whether this is a, um, uh, um, a an actual human need, I think it is. I think that um, uh, I think that um, uh, there's a um, there's there's tremendous um, harm that can befall an individual, and that an individual can carry out um, when uh, when he or she um, does not. Um, uh, have these uh, virtues, I think, of, of, of gratitude and humility cultivated in them. Um, and I think that the, um, that the act of reciting a blessing and the ubiquity of blessings in Judaism, that it's really um, over everything that we do and everything that we experience and, and punctuating our day, um, I think makes it a very effective tool um, because it's so easy to forget. It's so easy to sort of just become... Um, 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 uh, unaware of of our actually limited place in the cosmos, um, and uh, and convinced of our own uh, power and ownership um, during the course of, uh, of 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 our normal lives, without uh, taking uh, um, uh, uh, regular moments to uh, to step back and say, you know, I, it's actually a real gift for me to be here, um, and I, you know, it's a, I, I I didn't create myself, I didn't uh, create the world in which I was born. Uh, into which I was born, uh, and so uh, therefore um, uh, it, I need to step back and acknowledge it, because otherwise I would we would have the propensity to, to forget. Whether this is the most effective tool to um, to, to get that job done um, is is hard to say. But I think that um, um, that uh, um, for me, the days that I um, am uh, uh, more punctilious about um, about saying blessings in the proper way, about praying at the proper time, reciting blessings over food, etc. Um, um, those are days in which um, um, I, I think I, I, I live better. Um, more fully. Uh, more fully. Yeah, um, more and in the moment. And in the moment, mm-hmm. right? Uh, um, which is another piece of it, right? Is uh, uh, mm-hmm. becoming aware of our world and, and aware of our lives in a way that most of us um, in our day-to-day are not. Um, you know, we sort of uh, um, go through life half asleep, right? And this helps us uh, go through life uh, more awake. Um, so uh, in answer to the question of, you know, what's the point? I think that there is, uh, this reciting blessings, I think, is one of the um, great uh, uh, pieces of wisdom that the Jewish tradition offers. Um, I think that uh, our Christian friends are better at spontaneous prayer than we are, um, but uh, but the problem with spontaneous... What do you mean? I have no idea what this is. Uh, <laughs> I have uh, no idea. Um, so, uh, have you ever 
prayed with Christians? Never. Okay. So, um, uh, so um, uh, I went to some wedding. Yeah. So, um, uh, believe <laughs> devout Christians um, have uh, have cultivated, uh, especially evangelical Christians, not necessarily Catholics, because Catholics have a set liturgy just like us. Um, but uh, there's a there's a great tradition of, of sort of spontaneous emotional prayer in Christianity, where um, where people have a, a very, I think. Um, um, uh, I don't know, deeply personal sense. Uh, and I think part of it is related to uh, the notion of God incarnate, and so you can have a, a, a more personal relationship with, a, with an incarnate God um, than you can with a, with a sort of an abstract vision of God. So there's a sense of like, okay, well, I'm just going to talk to Jesus like I would talk to any friend or neighbor and tell him what I want and tell him what I need. So there's a, um, a real oh, yeah, sense I that, saw yeah. That. So, I'm yeah. movies all the time and then yeah. they touch them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, it's like having a. They go up the ball, right? The, 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 um, is that why they take that moment? Jews, Jews, Jews also. There, he gives me a there is a pitch. there is a tradition of that kind of spontaneous prayer in Judaism too, but it's uh, but I think it's it's very subsumed by the the, the structured standardized prayers that we have. Um, and what I was going to say about in Judaism, you're yeah. reciting a blessing that somebody has put together as a formula, usually. Usually, right, yeah. right. Now, there, there. That's not to say. I mean, the, the, you know, the the rabbis, especially in the Talmud, um, uh, are you know, the Talmud is 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 replete with uh, with spontaneous expressions of prayer. It, it, you know, the the rabbis lived in a cultural context that uh, was very similar to early Christianity, which they've kept a lot better than I think um, many Jews today um, for a handful of reasons. Um, uh, but uh, um, uh, but the, the, what I was going to say about that is the benefit of the Jewish system um, is that um, we don't have to wait for the mood to strike. Right, the 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 words are already there, and uh, we don't have to wait for the right words to come. Right, the words are already there. So, in in, in acknowledging the blessings that come to us, um, uh, 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 I think I think the, there's a lot of wisdom in how the Jewish tradition is set up. And there's an additional piece, which is the that uh, often what I've experienced, and I don't have a, a lot of. Um, um, experience with this, but what I've experienced in my limited exposure to, to um, Christian prayer is that the spontaneous prayer is is often um, what Jews would call bakashot, right? Requests, right? Uh, we're um, uh, asking God for for things, often not for like material things. Um, there's a lot of asking God for for for, for wisdom and compassion, and you know, I, the, one of the best um, moments that that uh, experiences with this that I had was when I was tr- uh, doing chaplaincy training in rabbinic school my um, my like supervisor was a uh, I, I don't want to say Methodist or or uh, um, 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 what's the word uh, <laughs> that's not the word that I was looking for no uh, kind of sums it up um, anyway uh, a, a, a Protestant uh, a Protestant minister not an evangelical uh, uh, anyway, um, so uh, um, and be, so before we started our rounds on my first day, uh, we went to the uh, meditation room. He's like, he's like, offer. Would you like to offer a prayer? I'm like, I don't know what you're. I don't know how to do that. Uh, so he, so so, and the prayer was, you know, give us the compassion, or so it was something along the lines of give us the compassion, and the ability to understand, and to to be present for people, and you know, so you know, not 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 you know, make me rich, right? But uh, uh, so there is a lot of that too. Um, uh, so but, his prayer was to get you into the mood of what you were going to then do. Yeah, yeah. And it's not what a lot what we do. I, right, exactly. So, and I think that that uh, what the Jewish tradition has is uh, is standardized 
um, uh, uh, gratitude and standardized acknowledgement um, uh, that, uh, that I think supersedes um, uh, the, the amount of times that we have standardized requests or opportunities for requests. Um, and and what's, what, what takes primacy is our acknowledgement of our, of our uh, place and uh, the cultivation of our own uh, gratitude. All right, so do you think about this yesterday? You see those lottery winners from Ocean County, yes. uh, some of yes. whom really suffered in Hurricane Sandy. Yes. And, and they you, won the lottery? Yes. Yeah, oh, that's beautiful. Yes. Yeah. And you, you know, people who have been living in tiny little houses because their homes were mm. destroyed. And they, it's wonderful. You know, and all of a sudden they've won close to $4 million dollars. Hmm. You know, you say you, you know you said you don't pray for money, but you do pray for restoration. Mm-hmm. You do pray for healing. I, and I, I, I was I thinking think about that as I watched this woman get up really, there and the, the very woman has a child. Yeah, the gratitude for this. Exactly. Yeah, I you know so the, the gratitude is not where I have the problem. The problem is in uh, in in saying that uh, I love the I love the the. The, the the great story of, uh, of of people who were so you know disp- I actually hadn't heard this right the story of people who were really dispossessed like getting not, by the way not all of them good things suffer, happened but some it. did right sure. but the the problem with that is that um, um, what do you do with people who are seemingly um, uh, otherwise deserving oh, sure. and uh, and and suffer some other kind of misfortune right. and are praying for uh, God to re- you know save them uh, you yeah, know get the them best out of the use mess. your money to buy lottery tickets well, re- well get, forget <laughs> that right but just uh, um, you know uh, uh, and you know and they pray and they buy a lottery right. ticket right and uh, and they don't win the lottery right. um, so it becomes when you expand it beyond that immediate moment it becomes more theologically challenging on the other hand if you think of farming. You know, uh, the weather has to be right, the amount of rain has to be right, the heat has to be right, Uh, you don't get varmints in there eating your seeds or growing crops, you know, uh, there's so much randomness to that as well. That's right, that's right. But I believe that every day you have to thank God for what you have in your country. I always, for my every day, if... I thank God for my children and everything, the children that are walking in my heart. And that's the most important because everything else will come down to the right place. Yeah. And it's, it's why the, the first thing that we are supposed to say when we wake up in the morning is right? is, uh, uh, you know, I'm thankful to you. Um, and uh, I think there's a lot of uh, wisdom gathering. It should be uh, um, the, 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 the orientation we have to, uh, to everything in life, right? Um, okay, have a great day, everybody. Yeah.